gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I'll be your host. And tonight, we hit the live button, by the way. Pam, I forgot to do this a couple times. So for I have to hit the live button after the countdown. And if I forget, we think we're live and we're not, and it goes on for like 10 minutes. But tonight, we have Pam Sears. Look at Pam, everybody. Yay, Pam. Woo. I need like a, I told, I just somebody else said too. I'm like, I need one of those applause machines. Because it right, feels like right. this is broadcast in front of a live studio audience, but they're very quiet. They, I'm sorry about the noise outside, guys. We have a lot of trucks that like to drive in the neighborhood real fast. Oh, that's okay. We have, well, we don't have that, but it's it's very, that's why it's not very loud here either. So, Stiletto Nurse Jenny, um, Linda, and Ashley Jennings, and Sonia Brown, and Cool MS Cupcake, Donna Hill, Elizabeth Vincent, Pam, Lisa, everybody, welcome to the live. I'm so glad that you're here. Tonight we have Pam. Pam is a psychic medium. Pam, can you see the comments? I can. I can, I can see okay. the comments. Perfect. Hi, if any questions come up and I catch them, I'll put them up on the screen. Okay. But everybody says hey, Pam. So things happen, Pam. Yeah, so Pam's been wrangling her dogs and her friend's dogs. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, my friend's here and she's got her dog and we have to keep them separated. And it's like, I'll put mine up and yours can come in. It's so funny. That's so, hi, Pam's friend too, by the way. So everybody says hello, Pam. Pam, how are you? I'm yeah, awesome. Thank you for coming. Just awesome. Thank Super you. Duper. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for agreeing to come on. Pam, we, we had talked. Everybody's very excited about this. There's a lot of excited energy in the chat. But we had we'd talked about, I wanted to bring you on, and I wanted you to tell everyone kind of your story. And I know you've done a lot of podcasts, and you've done a lot of stuff like this where you've told your story. So I'm not going to make you repeat it for the thousandth time. But if you want to just give a quick synopsis of how you got started doing what you do, why you do what you do. You're such an, you called me sweetie. And that just melted my heart when you had my, this is Pam. So I told them all about you because I had my read with you and you called me sweetie. And that stuck with me for like ever. And so I told them she called me sweetie. Nobody calls me sweetie anymore. So Pam, how did you get started doing what you do? You're a psychic medium. You see the things. Right. Right. I don't really, I don't see anyone standing there, but they're, they, they, communicate telepathically, I guess you would say. I mean, I can see what somebody looks like. It's kind of like a typewriter across my forehead, for lack of a better word. Um, I I had it as a child, but I really, I came from a very violent, violent home. And so I just shut everything down. So um, I didn't, I just didn't know what that was, but I was picking up on everybody's violence in the Mm -hmm. home. So I think I was probably mid 30 when I was going through uh, a divorce and I started to, I I left the corporate world. Actually, I got fired from the corporate world. They fired you? They fired Pam? Why would? Well, think about this. I wouldn't leave. I didn't belong there anymore. I hated my job. I knew I wanted to get into the healing field, help people, but I wouldn't leave because I had kids to raise money. You know, I had to earn money, insurance. So they brought in this new supervisor and she fired me. Just like that. I mean, she had it in, she had it in for me from, from the very beginning. But now I think back and I have to thank her because without her firing me, I wouldn't have gone on to go to massage college become a massage therapist, do energy work, and then the psychic medium work, and then I went to the hospice work. You're just so, so all like the humanitarian. I didn't know you were a massage therapist. 
I was. Well, I am. I just don't focus on that right now. So I was a massage therapist, cranial sacral, uh, certified infant massage instructor. So with my hospice work, they gave me all the babies because I was, yeah, yeah. Some of the nurses stop at at pediatric because they can't deal with that. That's a lot Um, of. So, yeah. I did that for nine years, and then I ended up having a temper. I call it a temporary journey with breast cancer because okay. I don't own it. Yep. Um, and I realized after nine years with hospice, it was time to work among the living. So I Here left. It, it took me a year to leave because I just didn't want to leave. Right. But I have fond memories, and that's where a lot of my psychic experiences began to well, so that was kind of my next question. So it sounds like from when you were a kid, you were, it was more, I guess they call them like an empathic. And I get called that a lot because I absorb all the stuff. Yes. But as you kind of got into doing, so it that's, is that when you kind of started to notice that you could do what you did? I knew more? that I was, um, I knew I was an odd child. And my mom would always say, you're such an odd child. You're always talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't. But she had me believe, and I'm, I was crazy. Crazy. Yep. No. Yep. Yeah. No. Um, so Sneak says I could too. So I've got, yeah, I've got a couple of people in here kind of do the same thing that you kind of do. Um, and Stiletta says good on you for not owning it. And I think that's hugely important. We talk about that a lot. I have multiple sclerosis, and so I, or, but we don't own it. Like, it's not me. Right. I don't, we don't own it. Um <clears throat> And I think that's really important when you talk about manifesting and whatnot. Well, let, whatnot. let me share the, the, the first, I, I had two rounds mm-hmm. of the cancer. The yes. first one was the breast cancer. I had the mastectomy. I realized from that experience that I was not nurturing myself. Okay. What do you, like nurturing. I want breast is nurturing and I wasn't taking care of myself. So many, many times me spiritually thinking things manifest emotionally before they manifest outwardly. So I knew that I had a lot of work to do with trying to do more self-care and more nurturing because I was caring for everybody but myself. So I will share something that before I had the surgery, I went ahead and did my Maui trip because that was important. Mm-hmm. And I was standing on the beach, out looking, overlooking lava rocks and whatever. And I heard this deep voice say to me, you're not being torn apart. You're being put back right and of course, I turned around and there was nobody there. <laughs> Did you recognize the voice? No, I've heard it twice. It's okay. a very deep male voice. I, I I had heard it twice, so I just immediately knew I didn't want to go through the surgery, but it was necessary, and I was okay with that. So I did a, a really good job of taking care of myself, and then um, it was three years later that it moved to another part of my body. Of course, and I had refused. So you guys know I did refuse chemo and radiation because it wasn't my thing. And it moved to the stomach and colon. And my doctor is like, 1% happens and you're that 1%. So I I knew that I had to do some form of treatment, but it was just injections. There was no chemo, no radiation. It was gone in nine months. I'm four years still in remission. I don't care what they say about a stage four. It doesn't mean death. No. That's interesting. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know any of that. Did you, were you scared? Like, were you like, you know, cause I think when a lot of people get that kind of diagnosis, you know, it's scary. No, Not I wasn't scared because <clears throat> of the work that I do. So let's talk about the work that you do. 
Can we? Because I see you. You are live. Young lady, you are live more than I am. And I am alive. I am, I am live a lot I, of time. I'm probably live too often on TikTok. You know, like my son was saying, Mom, don't worry about the haters. They're making you. They're, they're making you famous. famous. Yeah, yeah I know. I get that a lot. Um, <sighs> I just, I tried to leave TikTok when I first joined because I thought, oh my God, there's, I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. Can't handle the energy. And for lack of a better word, my guides and angel spirit said, you have to stay there because people need you. People need you. You have to go where the people are. And so I stayed. It's still a struggle sometimes. It's still rough at times, but I have a lot of moderators. I see you've got a lot of moderators. We they have, have 30 my now. back. They have my <laughs> back and they will not hesitate to block somebody. Yeah. And we, we talk a lot about that too. So I've got, you have a, you have a fairly large base on TikTok. You're over a hundred thousand. Um, we've been banned a whole bunch, but I actually, I broke the 30,000 mark. We're not banned yet. Um, that's as high as I've ever gotten on TikTok without wow. being banned. But I have got this group of people that have followed me from TikTok to Clapper to Instagram. We were on Facebook for a hot minute. They followed me everywhere. So that, like my base, my moderators, my people, they're, they're probably the most loyal people that I, I'm so grateful that they're here every day of the week. Look at my mods popping in here. Look at that. I know. <laughs> Look at that. My mods coming over from TikTok. Oh my God. Papa Polly, Katie Bug. Oh, I'm trying to scroll like I do. No, I know. It's hard. I need to go in and make them. Do you guys want a mod? Jeez, I should. I think I'm at my limit for mods on YouTube. I can't. I can't add anymore. I can't add any more mods on TikTok either. But I'm. I'm trying to scroll up, guys. I was busy talking to her. I didn't know you guys came in. I love you guys. Thank you for showing up. They were love bombing you a little bit earlier. I tried to throw them up. The comments move really fast, but I can throw them here. This one. They. This, they is, they is do this call me the queen. They, they do. do yes. Call me, so. Yeah, they do call me the queen, and they sent me a crown in the mail. I have a crown. <gasps> Pammers. You guys sent her a crown? Do you want me to go get it? Yes. Oh, my dog's in Don't go get it. Yeah, but hang on. Where's Kitsy? All right. Hi, Lindsay. It's good to see you. But she ran out before I had a chance to block her before. And we have the other dog here. Oh, that's I'll wait a few minutes, and then I'll go get it. Because I don't want her... I we, don't need a, we don't need a fiasco. No. We don't need a dog fight at a pony show. This is a right. pony show. Yeah. No dog fights at the pony show. Um, Cupcake says, I had two or three fake Pam accounts. Follow me on TikTok. You know, guys, yeah. all I can do is warn people. You know, somebody said, I want my money back because I sent you money. And I said, you didn't send me any money. You sent a fake account. Yeah. We all have we to can talk- do is warn people. So I'm sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. And we know this, we go through this quite a bit with Joey. So I got a good chunk of my base that follows Joey and I'll wake up some mornings. And I'll have 20 DMs be like, Hey, this guy's asking me for money. And I'm like, man, you need to, you need to look at the name. This isn't, you know, you really got to use your critical thinking skills with a lot of this. The majority of you already know there's been so many shipwreck accounts so that I can't even, I just stopped counting. Right. Um, but we got to be using our, before you go hand it anybody, any money anywhere. Don't be giving people money over Instagram that ask for it. And, Usually, and people, most of my followers know I'm not. We don't go into somebody's direct mm-hmm. messages and say, "I have a reading for you." Click on this link. Right. And Joey doesn't even do reads. <laughs> he's like he's like a meditator or a hypnotherapist. Exactly. exactly. He doesn't even read things. Gosh, I had three on Instagram. Yeah, we went through this. Always question at first. I try to get ahead of it as much as I can with my people, and we try to post right. something quickly, but. 
You got to use your critical thinking skills. I was going to say, thank you, Jean, for, she says, so thankful that you are healthy and well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't worry about when something's going to happen, when it's my time to go. I don't worry about that. So let's talk a little bit about that. Cause I think that instills a lot of fear in a lot of people. Like they're always worried about, you know, and especially now with everything that's going on, everybody's so worried that they're going to, I don't know. And maybe we're just not worried about dying. <laughs> just, it's just not on my, well, and my I, radar. Yeah. I will talk a little bit. Um, I sometimes in my, my lives, um, sometimes we'll have more than one spirit come through. It's called piggybacking. Mm -hmm. Spirit's been doing that lately. Uh, they'll have more than one spirit come through because they pass similar to the to you know the same date, same name, all that. I had two moms, and both of their kids had committed suicide. Okay, oh. it was a heavy heavy reading, but you know what? It ended up bringing them a lot of comfort because if one had a daughter and one had a son, but they passed the same way, the same dates. It oh, was. Man. Yeah. And so, you know, people worry about where does somebody go when they commit suicide? Yeah, we they talk go about, to the same place everybody else goes. Yeah. We just talked about religion when we were in backstage and, and religion teaches you, or Catholic religion does, I guess I don't know a lot about other religions, but Catholic religion teaches you that you go to purgatory. And so, right. and I just never believed that in my whole Catholic life. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Like, but no. Everybody goes to the light. I don't. And then I've had some people say, what about all the bad people? Everybody goes to the light. We all have our karma that we have to deal with. Whatever we did on earth, everybody. And, and another thing of what my spirits have told me, everyone crosses over. The, really, the, what's left behind that some people might feel is what they would call a ghost. That's just fragments. That's just remnants of... of energy that's what my people have told me she's oh. I think she's taking her dog out we saw her sneaking behind um, I worry about leaving my kids <clears throat> so mama oh, Mer, let's talk <clears throat> go on, ahead Tam. I'm checking something yep. so right. mama Mer, I kind of you know when I when we're going through oh. this too I think that's a lot of mothers we always oh, are concerned about leaving our kids oh, and leaving she's outside her. with her dog you want me to go get my crown hang on a minute. go get your crown we worry about leaving kids and we worry about leaving our families but what i've learned through this whole process is that everybody has a soul contract everybody has a contract that they agreed to before they made the decision to come to this earth as a soul everybody does and so even your kids um i don't i don't like the idea obviously even leaving my kids behind too all right guys here we go are you ready for this i'm so ready for this that is it. <gasps> Pammers, that's beautiful. Lindsay, as a matter of fact, Lindsay is the one Lindsay. that sent me my crown. She's in the chat. There she is. The Shall, Lindsay I Gretzner. The Shall I do the wave? You do it perfect. <laughs> Lindsay, that crown could, like, that is the perfect crown. Uh, it is amazing. Beautiful. I love it. All hail the queen. Yeah, this whole live is just everything right now. <laughs> I'm loving it. I love, I love the crown. I think that's amazing. I had somebody. Well, it's upstairs. I had, um, what's her name? She sent me this beautiful blanket with a big anchor on it to take, cause we're going in a camper. We're going right. to travel for the next year, um, to take it with us. And so your people send you crowns. My, I've gotten a lot of blankets. My people send me All blankets. says, and I'm short too. Some people don't realize I'm actually four eleven and three quarters. That's not super short. I'm well, I'm five, seven. 
ish, five, six. I mean, and yeah, Polly, my I love, kids, yeah, me too. My, my younger son is six, five. <laughs> I live okay. a little. That's but anyway, okay. so yeah, we, everyone goes to the light and I, I want everyone to understand that there hasn't ever been any of my readings that I have done for over 20 some odd years where someone did not go to the light. Everybody goes to the light and then they deal with their karma in the light. Is that kind of how yep. that works? Yep. So we were just talking about when you were letting your dogs out, we were talking about soul contracts and I have a lot of mamas in here and that's their biggest concern. They're not so much afraid of a passing, but they are afraid of leaving behind their family or their children, um, especially if they've got young children. And I know I share the same fear. Obviously I don't want to leave my kids, but right. we got into kind of a conversation about soul contracts. And that's something that I had learned through this whole thing that I've been doing is that everybody's got a soul contract and those contracts are, you have, mm -hmm. you're, you agreed to do this long before you came here. Is that, do you know Correct. anything about that? Yep. Correct. Because now uh, there's a, there's a couple of books I'm going to throw out here, guys. Mm -hmm. Dr. Michael Newton wrote. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to write these down because people ask after the fact. Okay. Every Dr. time with Joey. Dr. Michael Newton, his first book is called Journey of Souls. Okay. Whoop. Um, okay. And he also wrote the second book, Destiny of Souls. When I read his book, he and he he took people to the other side. I mean, to you know, regressed and past lives and things. And he ended up over the years taking people to the other side and talking to their counsel. Really fabulous stuff, and it explains our soul contracts. And it, it you know, we we get up there and we'll say, "Do you want to?" And I believe in reincarnation. Somebody's mm -hmm. like, "Okay." Do you want to reincarnate? Who do you want to be in your group? What do you want to learn? And then all of our soulmates are brought in, children, spouses, mm -hmm. all of that, okay? And so we have these contracts, and that means we have contracts with everybody, our children, our spouses, mm -hmm. um, friends, very dear friends, even people who have come along to trigger you. That's a soulmate. Well, they're not going to talk about that, Pam. But I don't want this to be a soulmate, Pam. <laughs> Think about this. Ultimately, it's about love. It's about love. I'm okay. I'm just. What's his? I'm what was the it. guy? What was the author's name? Doctor Michael. What? Doctor Michael Newton. He is Thank now you. on the other side. Um, but you know, it is fascinating the work that he did because it's exactly how I believe. And so we definitely have a time that we're born. And we have a time when we're out of here. Now, I don't know about this. There are some of my colleagues who feel that we have exit points in our lives. Certain times where we can leave if we want to leave or we can stay. Oh. I don't know. I've never heard I'm, that. I don't know. Yeah, I have some of my people that have said, yeah. Um, it's somebody's kind of like, amazing. wow. Yeah, that because was Some people, point. they do this near-death experience. I mean, that, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. It is. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, my colleagues have talked about it. I don't have enough experience with it because I've never had it happen to me or any of my people that have come through. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what's fascinating is when I have someone who's an adoptee and I have all these people come through and they, there's no way for them to technically validate it because right. they've been adopted, but they still have bio family on the other side who's come through. So Northwest Palace says, I believe my dad chose to leave so I can continue stopping the family trauma dynamics. That's something we focus on a lot too, 
is um, mm -hmm. what do they call it? Oh, what do they call it? They call it uh, the the generational generational stuff, the yes. generational curses, I guess. Yes. And how a lot of us, and myself included, um, were put here to basically mm -hmm. we're stopping that, and we're it, we're stopping it right here, and we're creating a whole new line of right right now there is so much generational healing going on. Mm -hmm. And there are those of us that agree to do that generational healing and clearing mm -hmm. right now. So I, I hundred percent agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I yes. do too. Especially, I mean, now, especially now, um, I think my dad was happy to go. He really missed his mom. He was 48. I've heard a lot of stories like that too. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. Um, now I do want to share something about, our higher selves. I think it's really important. Okay. I did a video on it. If you guys are following me on TikTok, So people say, how can we have a higher self where our, our spirit is in this body? Our, and Dr. Michael Newton explained a lot of this in his books. Our spirit is so large. There's no way that we can inhabit this body with all of it. These bodies okay. explode. So there's a percent of our soul that we choose to incarnate the other percent is our higher self on the other side. Okay. Yes. I've been there too. Like yes. I've, we're, we're, we've got some higher self stuff going on. Um, right. We talked a lot about too. There was, when I did my read with you, so I, everybody knows I kind of went and, and I did a read with Pam uh, before I brought her on tonight. It was a couple weeks back and we had talked about soul connections and there's a lot of talk about soul connections and soulmates and is that, do you think that, is that all the same thing? I think we had talked a little bit about the twin flame. I'm not wholly sold on the twin flame thing. Yeah, I, I you know. I just think that's kind of odd, but. It you know, and, and the, the twin flame and the soulmate, um, you know, I, I had an interesting encounter a few years back. And, you know, it's, it's a fascinating story, but we may not have time for it here. Um, I, the twin flame, you know, the twin flame is technically the other half of us. Well, that's, yeah. The other half of us is on the other side. That's so, where the conflict is. Right. There is a right. conflict in regards to that. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> that being said, there are certain souls who wish to grow faster. Okay. Have, okay. Oh, let me get that. More. No worries. Go get it. <laughs> really quick. Somebody had asked about the, the exclusive with Pam. We do have an exclusive read set up with Pam and it is next week. And the link is in my bio on Instagram or TikTok. Yes. So, it's where she's actually going to do a private read like she does on TikTok and Instagram, yeah. but she's only going to do it for your specific, this specific smaller group. And so if you want to sign up, you're able to go do that. And any yeah. money that's made from that Chelsea, goes Chelsea. to Pam and, and oh, what no, she does. I'm sorry. Oh, my dog is so excited to see her. I don't have any band-aids, Pam. I'm sorry. Chelsea. Sorry. Give me a hug. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yes. What a day, nope. what a day. Let me get Do you think, Pam? But that's what that's going to look like. So, Carrie, you're, thank you for bringing it up. Like you can sign up. The, I don't have the link in here. Um, it's in my Buy Me a Coffee link. You can find it on Instagram oh, or TikTok. It it, it's all set up. It's 25 bucks yes, and everything. Paper towels right there. Um, this Pam. So, um, what was I talking about? It was something really important about... Um, soul connections. Yeah. Certain souls want to grow faster and learn mm -hmm. more quicker. Um, and so there are certain ones that have agreed to split their soul on earth. Talk that might be that. where that twin flame theory comes in. So 
Some people have said that they have seen. I'll call you later. Are you okay? Bye. Is she okay? Okay. So, um, so anyway, there are people who have said that they have seen themselves clear across the world. Okay. There, I, I do agree with that. There, it's controversial, but I do agree with that. Like their doppelganger. Yeah. Yeah. I met my older doppelganger on TikTok. Did she you? Just, she just looks just like me, except she's probably in her sixties. My dog, her skin is so thin, and my dog just ripped her skin because she was oh. just being excited. Is she okay? Yeah, she's all right. Okay. She may have to put some ointment and stuff on it. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> this is everything, Pam. I just love this. Um, that's me, Tyler, and Lindsay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... I, I believe in the doppelganger thing because I do. And I now do. with, like, TikTok and social media, it's a lot easier for you to find people that look a lot like you and that do and their mannerism. I mean... But I'm more inclined, I mean, maybe about the twin flame thing. The soulmate thing makes, you know, it's just, just think about this. It, no matter what happens, soulmates are here to help us grow. Right. So sometimes they're painful lessons that they're still a soulmate. I know. Just, come on, Pam. I've had to say thank you. I've had to say thank you to my uh, ex-husband. Not uh, not initially, but I understand now. And I have to say thank you because his soul really, out of love, had me move along my path. Make it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes way more sense. So than did I see right now? Or did Tyler also come in? Tyler, is everybody in here? All my mods from Tic Tac. I saw a Tyler earlier, I think. Well, I don't know. That's a lot of chat. Scott wants to know about twins. Do you, what do you have? What are your thoughts about people that are born with a twin? Same thing. You know, I don't have a real, I don't, I've been having a lot of dreams of twins, but I don't have, you know, I, I, they, I think that they, they're not necessarily twin flames, but they're definitely that strong connected Oh, Tyler's working. Okay. Tyler's working. Thank you, Katie. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to give a lot on that subject because I'm not really sure. Let's just, I don't know. It's, it's something to look up. It is interesting. Something to look up, Scott. Yes. Um, I get a lot of people talking about their exes and how they, you know, they, they kind of said what you said and they, they helped push them along on their journey. And I, I guess I would kind of have to agree because I'm, as we're kind of going through this too, I've got people that I'm just that are just bringing up every trigger that I've ever had, ever, ever, and and I'm forced to to deal with it because, well, because that's what I guess the point of this whole thing is. Um, can Pam explain the ex thing? What, um, like her ex when she had to thank him, or what do you mean? I don't know. I think my best friend is my soulmate. I'll see her again someday. I've had a couple soulmate best friends. I and yeah. I, I got one yeah, in my, here. Now. My best friend is we were kindred souls. We would, we would communicate telepathically if we would know what what was going on with the other one. So yeah, I believe in that. So if somebody wants to know more about the ex, I mean, it was it was um, uh, a narcissistic relationship, and uh, you know, it just was not. I I, I was 
definitely being controlled. I allowed it. But, you know, it was one of those things when I started to go to massage college, that's when I woke up and I'm like, that's not okay. Like we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And so, you know, it was time to move on and it was a struggle. But you know what? As soon as I left that relationship, boom, things just opened wide for me and what I was doing and helping people. And I think it helps with your, you don't have to, somebody said that I'm not thanking my ex. One chick says, and I don't think you don't have to thank them necessarily, but this is about finding the things to be grateful. And this is something I struggle mighty with too. Oh no, no, my ex is, no, my ex is still alive. (laughs) He is not dead. Um, So sneaks, sneaks brought up shadow work. Do you do anything with shadow work? Oh yeah. It's gross. It is. You know, it's not for the faint of heart. It really isn't. And um, I've done a lot of shadow work. Um, I did some very intense therapy uh, when I was divorced because I never dealt with past childhood trauma that I had. And so that began a journey of shadow work. It's like a layer of the onion. I'll get another layer and I'll like, damn, I thought I dealt with that. Damn. But you Uh know what? You got to dig deep with that stuff in order to go forward and heal and you know i'll probably be doing that until i leave this earth so shadow work is just kind of what she talked about and something that i'm doing it's it's now people call it our inner demons whatever you want to call it i don't like that word but it's dealing with our wounds and it's also dealing with the generational stuff Mm -hmm. okay that's also shadow work dealing with all that old stuff dealing with things that have happened to us, even though it's painful, re-looking at that so that we can let that go out into the universe. That's shadow work. We can't always ignore that stuff because then we'll never heal. Yeah, you so. just come right back to it a year later. Yes. And that's why you got you to gotta sell your house and buy a camper. And, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter why you got to. Right. So shadow right. work is amazing and hard. It is, it is, um, it is, and it's, it's layers. Like I'm, and I'm failing. <laughs> I, I'm last two days. I've been feeling like I've been feeling. This is something I'm going through right now. I got a lot of triggers that have come up a lot more just in the last couple of months and have really, really been brought to light. And um, I do. I have to figure out because that's I self sabotage then after that. Like if I don't deal with the trigger, if I don't figure out what's going on, if I I'll just keep and then I'm I don't have anybody left. But you know, the more you deal with that shadow work, I'm to the point where I can sit there and say, "Oh, damn, that's a trigger." Before, I didn't know it was a trigger. Now I can say, that's a damn trigger. And then I sit down and I try to figure out what's going on here. So what do you do? Can I ask you that? Do you write? Like, Uh do you write about it? Do you be like, I'm so, I'm triggered by this. Here's why I'm triggered by this. Let me do this really quick because it's a part of my books too. Yes, please. I'm a writer. I journal. I write. I write a lot of poetry. That's how I deal with my shadow work. I deal with a lot. I write a lot of poetry. So my first book is The Whispers of the White Dove because my white dove is my totem animal, okay? Um, so I, you know, some of those, some of those are deep, scary, painful looking poems. Um, and so I write, I write. I, and like on some of my shadow work, my second book, which look at that one, a five-star award, pretty proud look at of that. that. Congratulations, Part of the white dove. So that's like my hospice stories, my cancer journey, some short stories that I've written based on. It's kind of autobiographical, but yet not. Yeah. And so that's how I deal with 
uh, some of my shadow work is I write. I journal and I write. I write a lot. And instead of writing big, long messages now, because that's what I want to do, or, you know, responding with a video. So how um, do you know what your totem right. animal is? Um, I've just always known. I just, I, I've, whoever you're really connected with, like some people say, I have been in love with giraffes my whole life. I have a friend and that's her, that's her totem animal. If you've got paintings of like monkeys all around your house, that's your, it's when, it's what you're really, really connected to and what you love. Now, is that the same thing as a spirit animal? I get a lot of questions about spirit animals. Well, our totem animal is like, to me, my white dove is my animal guide. Okay. Okay. Now, spirit animals come and go as we need them. Okay. So sometimes other animals pop in and they're like, what's the message? So whenever I've been having hawks circling me left and right, they're messengers. I have to stop and say, what are you telling me? So spirit animals come and go in our lives as we need them. Okay. So, and really quick before we continue on. So Pam's books are on Amazon. Thank you, Monster. Pam's books are on Amazon. You can go on Amazon. You just type in Pam Sears and you should be able to purchase them. Pam, is there an audio book on there on there for years? Oh, um, the second one, the, uh, the first one, Whispers of the White Dove is not on audio, but the second one, Heart of the White Dove is audio. Yes. I struggle well, with the I'm book. not audio Kindle. I'm sorry, Kindle, uh, not audio. That's okay. okay. Um, I just and while I was doing that, for the sake of it, this is my own deck that I designed. Heart Oracle. Oh, uh, Pam. Are, now, are those for sale on Amazon too? No, I have them. Pers- well, I just sold my second order. I am adding to it. So everybody's got to wait a little while. But I would get Heart Rocks in Nature and I would get a message with that. Like okay. this one says, give in the back, it says, when you give, you also receive. So I'm adding to that. They're not, re- my next order's not ready, but it will be. That's, uh, so Elizabeth Vincent wants me to ask you about your doorways or about doorways. Mm-hmm. I don't know um, about doorways. There is something that I like to do in regards to doorways. Um, it's called selenite. If you guys have ever seen the white crystals called selenite, um, I have the selenite, you know, uh, all over the house. There are little mini selenite pieces. You can put them over your doorway because it stops negative energy from entering your doorway. So I do that. Um, and it's like, in the, and then I set my prayer, like nobody's bringing their negative energy in here. Yeah. Can we, can we put that over our TikToks? I wonder if I can do yeah, that. People. I might be able to add it to my profile picture. So I, I you know, I, my, I have a whole bunch. My sons call me a crystal hoarder, but I'm really not a hoarder. I'm a collector. There's a difference. There's a difference. Uh, there is a difference. And so I have a lot of, I'm surrounded by them. That's just, I just, I just love them. And, but yeah, the doorway is a really cool thing to do. Um, I also have a money frog. I have a, uh, one of my good friends is a, a feng shui um, master. Um, and I have a money frog in front of my door. Okay. So that anybody that it brings in money, it brings in money. Okay. Um, so sneaks is the collector. So sneaks, sneaks has sent me a bunch of crystals and stuff to kick it off. And I've got a bunch of the white ones that are around. Cool. They're packed cool. up right now. Cause we're going to be moving, but, um, it has something to do with doorways and our brains. So she's talking about walking through, oops, 
She's talking about walking through a doorway and then forgetting something. So like if oh. you walk through a doorway, I think that happens. I don't know. That happens well, right every time I walk I can go from room to room and forget what I'm thinking. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It brings in money. I haven't you not seen. So when I go get my toes done, they've got a little like a money frog and then they, they mm -hmm. offer it. They, there's always fruit around it and it brings in money. Have you not it's, heard of it? It's a money frog and the money frog has a little coin in its mouth and you put it in your doorway facing you. If you have an office, put it in the doorway of your office and have it facing you so that money is coming in. That's interesting. Um, I can't wait. So somebody talked about your new deck. Read about it. It's so interesting. It makes sense. I will. That's interesting stuff. What? Oh, you wanted to, do you want to pull cards? So Pam got you know, her deck. She's all prepared and like, we're just talking along. We do this. We get off on tangents, Pam. So let's pull a collective. Time. I'm going to pull, this is from, I didn't bring the book with me, but, or the, the box. This is one of the newest decks from, um, Allison Williams Yee. I love trees. You can see there's a big, well, can you see the big tree painting back there? That's, okay. So yeah. I love trees. So I have a couple of decks that she has done with trees. So I'm going to pull a collective from the two tree decks. Okay. Uh, all right. So let me do this. I named my camper Kermit. Just so you know, Pam, and now everybody's thinking I need a money frog for Kermit. You do need a money frog. I'll get him one. Kermit's going to be right. the shit, you guys. Like, I'm excited for Kermit. You just wait. We Woo! get to go see him next weekend. Oh, guys, you're going to love these cards. <laughs> this is awesome. Whoop, whoop, whoop. The first one is get ready for a dramatic shift on your journey. That's a big deal. Look at all the, look at that beautiful tree. Dramatic. We're, you're not, we're not talking subtle. We're talking dramatic shift in your life. And I can't flip the camera, but trust me, this says dramatic shift. Um, and Katie Bug, I think, Katie, you've got this deck too. So so we're, we're getting ready for a major, and this is collective, so this is for all of us, a dramatic shift. Now guess what the second card is rebirth that's a big shift you can't make this shit up now this is collective everybody this isn't just me okay we're, we're going through our thing but this is everybody in here and everybody in here is going yep. y'all are y'all are so just take it okay own it um, she own says it. she says no that tyler has that deck she does not No, but tyler deck. does okay tyler does Oh, I think Lindsay. Doesn't Lindsay have it? One of you. There's two of you that have the deck. I think it's Lindsay and Tyler. Anyway, so guys, that's a collective card. That's for all of us. That's for everybody. You know, I in, in my TikToks a lot, I say, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that so, it is what it is. And for the fun of it, let's see what my deck will pop up. I mean, why, why not? Why um, not? You know what, Pam? We're just here. Me, People ask me, can I just summon spirits? And it was like, it doesn't work that way. So Paige, I have a couple people ask this. How can, can they book like a private reading with you? And how do they do that? I have her website in the comments. Um, they can send me, they can send me a message on my website. Uh, they can send, you know, and that's going to go directly to my email or they can just email Pam at pamsears.com. That's fine. Um, I and, her on Instagram. And on and I'm on Instagram as well. So guys, here's the third card. Yes. 
That's just another, that's another confirmation of the dramatic shift in the rebirth. The answer is yes. Yes, yes. Yes is the that. answer to your question. So you guys get ready for it, get ready for it. So I, I don't just, you know, I, when I, I don't want anyone to give me any details when they send me a message saying they want a reading. What do you need from me? I don't want anything. I want it to be as natural and organic as possible. So what are the readings like? So I know a lot of people like, but let's talk about the one-on-one readings. Cause like we had a one-on-one reading and it was different, but what are the, what's the average reading? Like, does it people come through? Is it loved ones? Is it people who pass? The average reading is, you know, normally if loved ones come through, they would take precedence over anything. I still pull cards, mm-hmm. you know, the mediumship reading. I don't need the cards to communicate with the loved ones, but sometimes guides and angels have a, a, a message. So I keep that. I, I pull them from different decks. I keep them off to the side. I don't know what that is. And then I just know that the, the readings are going to give the messages that need to be given. Okay. okay. Um, some, I, somebody might not necessarily like the message, wow. but I'm just the messenger. Right. Don't shoot the messenger. Now, Don't if, shoot somebody, if somebody says to me, am I going to marry this person and, and live happily ever after? I'm not going to touch that subject. Okay. You know, you want to know why I'm not going to interfere with anybody's journey and their life lessons. Maybe they will be together forever. Maybe they won't. I'm not going to interfere and just say, Oh, down the road. Oh yeah. You're going to divorce them. But that's dumb. I mean, that takes away from people's, you know, Oh, I just, I want to know my whole future and guys, the future is fluid. Things do change. Okay. Um, We have a destiny. We definitely have a destiny. Dr. Michael Newton says the destiny that is kind of unchangeable is career, jobs, spouses, children, that kind of thing. That is preordained. That's- so when you talk about preordained, so let's talk about this. And Amy, I'll get to your question. Amy, let's, well, I'll get to your question. But let's talk about that for a minute because that kind of ties in with the soul contract. It's, it's, it's destiny. But if you are... Spouses are destiny, but that doesn't mean that you're supposed to stay where. Correct. Okay. Does ever? Am I, do you kind of get what I'm there, saying? You there know? was destiny that I was supposed to meet my husband. Mm-hmm. He brought the children through to the world. I the, before I was yes. real open to this stuff, I I had a lady that I thought she was way out there, and she said to me, "Congratulations, your contract is ended." And I said, "Yes, the marriage contract." She goes, "I'm not talking about a marriage contract." Your spiritual contract yeah. is over. Okay. So, yeah, we're destined. We were destined to meet and have children. We, we met through synchronicity and people go, oh, my God, the love of your life. Yep. Well, uh, no. But so maybe at the time, maybe that's what it was supposed to happen to have the kids. Right. I firmly believe that. Like, my kids are going to do stuff. And Correct. You know, and way. it's like when, when my kids get all pissed off at me or when they were little and I go, you chose me. You chose me. You chose me. I did not. You chose me for whatever reason. And you chose your dad. We had this little family unit and they're like, (laughs) I would never do. And you know what? They also choose their names. That makes sense. Cause my kids' names, my last kid, he was going to be Jeremiah Cole right up until the day, the day before and the night before he was born. 
That was it. That we've done a whole party around Jeremiah Cole. Everything. It's all he had a monogram. And then that night, I'm like, no, it's Owen. His name is Owen. And it's not even anywhere near Jeremiah Cole. Like it's not right. You know, it's but just you know, Owen. I think about but God, this. he looks like an Owen. They whisper in our ear. It's like I believe that. We don't pick these names, our kids do, you know. <laughs> anyway, she had said something about a Ouija board. I don't mess with Ouija boards. It's just I don't I don't put out any type of negative energy or negative vibes, you know, and it's I'm all light and love, which is true. I'm all about the light, you know, but do I sometimes get pissed off and use the F word? Absolutely. We use the F word a lot, Pam. Yeah. Spiritual people doesn't mean that we don't cuss. Mm-hmm. Or that we have forgotten how to be violent. So have several Correct. seats. Like I'm all when it comes to these kids, have several seats. Anything you know, else, I, anything else. I met a spiritual mentor many, many years ago and he said something to me and I thought was really interesting because you know, we can go off off track. We can go off our journey. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We can make mistakes and then we come back and we try to learn again. And so he said something to me and he said, You have always done what spirit wanted you to do, even when you didn't know you were doing it. Uh, is there meaning? That behind- I get all in my feels. Like, is there meaning? Dang. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm okay. Is there meaning behind loved ones past or past loved ones coming into our dreams? We had a they lot of really, dream that's a visit. That is an actual visit from your loved one. Absolutely. I've that's had, big my dreams are just off the rails the last month or so off. Like I'm straight out of, I, I'm all over. I'm all over. And the dreams are, I had to start off. writing just- them down. There. Yeah. <laughs> the got, I've been trying to adjust my crown and I'm almost there with the right depth of it. So yeah, that is actually them coming in the dream. There was only one person that said, but they came and said that they were, you know, miserable. And I'm like, no, no, that's your own fears mm-hmm. coming through into the dream. They're not miserable. There is nobody miserable on the other side. They are dealing, they're dealing with their healing work. They're doing what they need to do, but you know what? It's like, and you know, something else they always tell me there's only love when people say, what's their message? There's only love. So if it doesn't feel like love and it doesn't look like love, then it's probably not a message. That's probably you. Right. Right. There's only, there's only love. And sometimes it's tough when the, when when the little ones come through. The kiddos. Mm -hmm. I had a lady who had uh, a a stillborn and the stillborn did come through in the reading. I was talking about, but I was only meant, but my soul wanted to just know unconditional love. That's it. That's it. That was all I was meant to come in and affect your life. I received that unconditional love. And then they went back to the other side. It was a very incredible uh, experience. And the mom felt so much better. There was other details to it. But it was like, that was my goal was to come in and experience unconditional love. That's like the soul contract, right? Mm -hmm. That was like, that's what I signed up to do. Yep. And then the mom signed up to be the one to off on stage. Jeez, Pam. We, we make these decisions. I'm telling you, you for it, it, it's a technical type book, but Dr. N- Newton's books are fabulous. 
I will find them. I and I will find the audio of them. Now another one of the things that really helped me understand reincarnation. Dr. Brian Weiss wrote a hypnotherapy book called "Many Masters, Many Lives." Dr. Brian Weiss, "Many Masters, Many Lives." Mm-hmm. Can I share a quick story from his book? Because it's pretty cool. You've got, Pam, this is your life. And this, you can this do... was the lady that turned his life around and finally got him to believe reincarnation. He, he, he had taken her through several different lifetimes and he was like, where the hell are you? And she goes, oh, I'm over here doing this. And she had had a struggle with, she was having an affair with a married man and there was a love-hate thing going on and she wanted to end it, but she just couldn't end it. There was just something going on. So... Dr. Brian Weiss, you know, he likes to take people to the day of their death and say, how did you die? What happened? Okay. Yeah. She's like, I'm on a pirate ship. Somebody from behind me slit my throat and that's how I died. And he goes, did you get a chance to see who it was? And she goes, oh shit. It's this man (laughs) that I'm having a fling with. Right. There was a karmic debt that was owed. See, we come in and we have to settle up karmic debts. So, so it was incredible. That's but he but he did it to her. So why was it her karmic debt? But it was her turn to stand up to that person. In other oh, words, she is. stood up and just like this. I'm not going here with you. We're done. It was a matter of ending that, clearing up that contract. He would have just kept going on and on and on, and he just would have pounded her into the ground. We did. So we did some past life stuff in in hypnotherapy and. Uh, there was, there was one and then what, and that's what, so that's what Joey does too. And he'll take you to the, he wants to, or your guides will, my guys always did the day that you died. And I, I, I ended my own life a few times. And then, um, in a very dramatic, dramatic movie star type of way. Like I, I think I jumped off a balcony, but then as we kind of looked back at it, maybe I didn't quite jump. And maybe, so there's this whole like weird murder mystery behind it, but it's very interesting. It's very interesting. And it's, and when you experience it, and unless you've experienced it, you don't know, but it's, it's real because then as, as you kind of come out of it and then like the next day you start remembering things uh-huh. that happened that you weren't in. It's so surreal. It's, I that's how that, yeah. that deja vu. I mean, we've got, yes. we all have deja vu. We all have deja vu. And some triggers that come along with it too. So there are triggers that come that maybe didn't come from your traumatic childhood or maybe didn't come from that bad relationship that you had five years ago. Some of these triggers that you have came from these previous lives and you have to. Correct. I mean, where do you think some of our fears come from? A lot of our fears come from. I'm, I'm like, I'm, whenever I would see a submarine, I would go have the heebie jeebies. I couldn't, even fathom i i it, i can't even see a submarine well anyway i was regressed at one point and back in the civil war i was a doctor on one of those uh, original submarines and we got bombed and we all drowned on the submarine and i'm like well that no. makes sense yeah you know so that some of these fears are not from this lifetime absolutely I have got a thing about heights and I wonder, uh, cause I've never had, I mean, I've never had any problems with heights. Like yeah. I've never fallen or anything, 
but I don't I care do, for them. I do feel now. Yeah, some of our fears and phobias come from childhood. I get that, but a lot of them don't. A lot of them come and from past lives. And I know some people don't believe in reincarnation, but I've had my own visions, and so I, yeah, that's that, that's very real. Like, I'm a believer. I am too. I had one that was. One that, like one, I had one that wasn't super traumatic and it was so like I had passed away, but like Mm -hmm. everybody was celebrating. I was Native American. Everybody was celebrating because they knew that I was level, not leveling up, but I was going to the next level and that they'd see me again when they got there. So there was no sadness or no like despair. It was, and that was the, that's the one I remember the most. And you know, one of the things, this, this just popped into my head and I want to share it briefly so that people can understand like destiny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I've had a lot of these, okay. This was the very first one that I had when I was a massage therapist and you know, I'm at the chiropractor's office, I'm doing this work. And there's this old, old guy that comes in for massage, white, white hair, the bluest eyes, crystal blue eyes I'd ever seen. And I'm thinking, Oh, he looks interesting. So he's on the massage table and he's like, I have this problem right here with the shoulder and blah, blah, blah. And this is on my, I had another interview. It's on my YouTube about this. And he goes, I have this problem right here. I go, okay. And I, I said, I, he goes, no, no, no. We're going to do something different today. And I went, dude, who's the massage therapist here? What, what are you talking about? We argued back and forth. And he goes, I want you to attempt to go above this area and feel the energy for where the discrepancies are. And I'm like, I finally stopped arguing and said, fine. I'm going to do this. So right. what I did was it was above the body and I could feel where I felt this energy. And I'm like, wow, what is that? And he goes, move it, move it down, move it out. Oh my and God. I did this work and he looked at me and I, I said to him, who are you? Where did you come from? And he said, I'm just a traveler. I heard about travelers. I'm just a traveler. And he said, I'm here to tell you it's time to do your work. We talk a lot Destiny. about the, the energy because we can do a lot of this. And we've what? done this since I was a kid. Yep. But but destiny is he came in and said, interesting. it's time to do it. Time to do your work. And I'm like. And then you were like, I'm going to bounce. This has been fun. I got to go do stuff. Um, yeah. So Nurse Jenny wants to know, why don't we remember our knowledge from past lives, but we remember the fears or I suppose the triggers that come along with them? You know, we we're we're not supposed to remember that according to the old days i think now people are starting to wake up and part of their awakening and their spiritual growth we're 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 seeking out therapists and we are supposed to find out but initially they wanted the veil so that we would grow and learn without knowing what that past life was okay? okay um and i i don't have all the answers to that but i just know that we're all born with that well, no, let me rephrase that. When we're, <clears throat> when we're little, we know and we remember. Before six. Like as soon as your kids start turning six and they go to school and all this stuff. We forget because all of a sudden we're, people say, that didn't happen. That's imagination, blah, blah, blah. And we forget. There's a lot of these new babies coming in and the families, the moms, the dads are working with them not to let them forget. So Amy's kind of on this energy thing. This newish for the, with the energy i had just learned that this was a thing with the energy stuff but mm. i'm learning how to move 
I'm not, I'm not even, I know, I know. You can do so much with energy, so it's interesting. Energy goes into your videos, too. So for my content creators in here, your Pams, yeah, that's why we're, I think when we did the clapbacks all the time and stuff like that, we have to be really conscious of where we're putting our energy and because you leave some of it there and you give some of it away. And right. sometimes it's just not worth it. Because, you know, during, during my hospice work, it was like, whoo, man. I, you know, and it's interesting because some people would say, well, how many people did you lose? And I said, it's hospice. Hello. Mm-hmm. They all cross over. Everybody did. Everybody does. Everybody. And, you know, it was like there was so much, you know, the nurses and several of us, we would always feel things. And I, you know, we ha- I had to sometimes protect my energy, but yet sometimes it was important to let these, like, I had a gentleman, I knew that I couldn't share my life with him because he is not, he was very religious. He wasn't into that, but he, we always watched TV together and he goes, go change the station. I went to go change the station and somebody pushed me gently from behind. And I said, in my mind, who is this? And she goes, it's Barbara. I'm like, okay, just started working on him. And he's like, Pam, did I ever show you a picture of my wife? She died five years ago. Her name is Barbara. Shut up. No. No. What happened was she was there to take him home. He was gone in a week. <laughs> All nine I've, years. I've, I've worked, so I worked in nursing homes like until I was 25, from the time I was 14. I've seen some shit. I've never did hospice, but I've seen some stuff about that kind of similar weird things happening before people pass or seeing them walking in the hall. Right. And having them already have been passed for hours before, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't, I don't see them like see standing them. there, but I feel them. And then they give me who they are. Like, like guys, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you have a loved one and they're seeing somebody before they cross, they're seeing them. Mm-hmm. They're seeing them. Mom's here. Dad's here. Oh my God. My sister's here. They're like, oh, they're hallucinating. No, they're not. They're seeing, they're actually seeing them because nobody crosses alone. Nobody crosses alone, including pets. It's interesting too, because kids see them too. Before yes. they, so when you, when you're born, you see them. And then when you die, you see them. Like it's, that's just, I see things. Like I, I'm, I'm not a huge feeler. I can see things. <laughs> I, and we were live, so we were live with Joey the other night and there was a thing that came on. I saw camera. that. I watched, I, I was looking at that earlier. I was like, that's interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We had a long conversation about that. Um, my aunt did that. She wore her dad or she swore her dad was in the room with her. Yep. Happiness every time, biggest sign they will cross over soon. Oh, yeah. So, you know, somebody made mention, my grandpa made sure me and mom left the house before he asked my aunt to lay his bed down and he passed before we came back. A lot of times they want, they don't want anyone with them when they pass. They don't. And, you know, let me share something. As a hospice worker, I also took care of my brother at the same time who died of cancer. Okay. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Now, when we took him to the unit and we knew he was going to pass, I, I the, the nurses said, you're not a hospice worker right now. You're a family member. Okay. The, the chaplain came in and gave me the best advice. I share this with everybody I can. He came in and he said, Pam, when he passes, don't hit the call button for the nurse. There's nothing the nurse can do. 
Right. People panic. They're, oh my God. And they're, they're missing that moment when they're crossing over. Don't hit the call button. Do your thing. Talk to your brother. Tell him, move on. Go ahead. It was the best thing he did because I sat there. I communicated with him. I felt him. And I said, nope, mom's waiting for you. You go. When I was done, then I hit the call button. The nurse came in and I said, he's gone. We did the same thing with our dad. Um, my five-year-old telling me my grandpa held her in the hospital when she was born. He had been dead for 10 years before she was born. Yeah, I've heard, I've, there's, I mean, there's th- billions of stories out there like this kind of thing. Kids, they just can. I don't care what anybody says. I have three kids and they all were weird <laughs> when they were little. They're, mm-hmm. and, but you now know, we're... <laughs> and, and think of them having imaginary friends. Are they yeah. really imaginary friends? Or are they their little spirits that hang out with them? Who are think you talking to right now? Like, who yeah. are you talking to? They're talking, nobody. I'm like, oh, okay. And now, now think we're... about that. I've had, um, in many of my readings, the clients will say, yeah, my little one goes and points to the picture. Because I'll say, who are you talking to? And points to grandpa or points to somebody and said, that, that person. Right out of the mouths of babes. They don't lie. They don't know how to lie. They don't know how to make this kind of stuff up. Like, right. they just don't. Kids absolutely see things. Kids absolutely see things. And I think when people are dying, they do too. But kids, and they, they, kids do. <laughs> My kids are just, they would just see things. They would talk about things that, about people that have been, they've never met. That have died long before they were ever born. Um, my five-year-old brings random things up she learned from my mom who's been gone a year. Um, the big guy threw down into my belly. Oh, St. Anthony. <laughs> Kids are, That's yeah. so cute. And a ghost friend. He was a little boy who died. At the... So when we were growing up, so when I was growing up, when, when my parents divorced, my mom bought a house, and the house used to be an old morgue. I don't know. It was like a funeral home, and it had a wow. morgue in the basement. So there was lots of just energy. That, that, and it was... My childhood wasn't the super duperest, so there was that too. But besides that, there was lots of just weird things that would happen. When our animals would get weird, and um, I, I'm wholly, I'm solely bought into all of that. Right, right. Um, kids are pure innocent souls, and they definitely see. Yeah, they just are. They don't know why they would lie about it. That doesn't make Correct. sense. It's, it's, it's this humanity that changes their thought process as they start getting older. So somebody said, quiet. Kay had a question about being adopted and which parents she chose. I don't know. Was that a while? I didn't see that one. Can souls be reincarnated in the same family? Yes. Somebody mentioned something about sounds like a demon. I personally don't believe in demons. I'm just going to say that right now. I don't, I believe in there's negative, negative, there's there's negative, negative energy. Yes. Yeah, because I have that. I have yeah. a lot of that that I have struggled. I struggle with it, but that's okay. My thought. So I think the question about that, I think, like, if you are, if you're adopted, like, when you make your soul contract and you're born and then you're adopted, did you pick your adopted parents? Is that yes. kind of what the question is? Okay. Yep. If you choose your birth parents or your adopted parents when you're adopted child. So yes, yes. Yes. Yep. Um, I think my son is my brother reincarnated. I think my youngest is Chris Farley reincarnated. How cool is that? I really do. I'm sold on it. They look kind of alike. Their mannerisms are almost identical. You're going to just wait. 
I question about us adoptees, which set of parents we chose. Oh, so did you choose your biological parents or did you choose your adopted parents? Both. Both. That's cast. Um, kids see things and know things. Kids are just, kids are cool. Kids are cool. You know, and, they just and Somebody are. once said, well, but they adopted this Korean child clear across the world. You still chose each other. So she had brought this question up. I, I apologize that I missed it. But have any celebrities ever come through to you, Pam? Have you talked to any celebrities? Can we no. talk to Chris Farley? Is he my kid? No, nobody's ever shown up. No, no. In a van down by no, the river. No, maybe, maybe they come through the celebrity mediums. I'm not a celebrity, although some of my mods might think that I am. You're a celebrity uh, to us now, Pam. Oh, you guys are so sweet. No, they've never come through. Now, I've ha- I do have... Like sometimes their their pets will show up and hang out, you know, and if celebrity pets? No, just pets. Oh, just random pets. Right. I don't know if I've ever but, had pets show up. You know, I I've never had that happen and it was like I don't really need to talk to any celebrities. Some we're, people we're, would say, "Oh my god, I had this celebrity come through." Well, realistically, you guys, the way that everything's kind of been going the last two years, like there are no celebrities. We are the celebrities now. I hate to be that guy. Like I'm pretty conceited sometimes, and but I'm, I'm going to take that one and run with it. Holly Weird is right. done. Yeah. Right. Um, you are a celebrity to us. Scott says you're a celebrity. Uh, you are. Ah, uh, thank you guys. You're just making my heart go pitter patter. Oh, they just love you. They just, and they've been so excited for this and I'm excited. And, and I'm, I'm sorry that, that I, I missed some, I missed some of the chats, but I'm trying to like go back and forth talking to you and looking at the chat. And, um, you know, I, people say, say things to me like, why do you offer free readings? Why do you go live and, and don't charge on my lives? And it's my way of trying to get back in service. I freaking love what I do you know yes my private readings there's a fee but I on Instagram uh, and I have a YouTube here if you guys haven't you know found me the link for her YouTube is in the description of this live but you know what what, when I'm in my lives you know I'm I'm, I don't know who's going to show up so you know there's a lot of people to say I want so and so but it's like I don't have any control over who's going to show up in those lives Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes there's a lot of people in there my mods Bless their hearts. They're trying to like, you know, keep everybody, you know, because there are certain people that would say, I, I, I want my free reading. Well, we don't do free readings here, Pam. So and when <laughs> Pam works with me and everybody is well aware then Joey and I have the same conversation. When Pam works with me, Pam, Pam's time is valuable and she gets paid for her time. Anything she does on her own, she does on her own. But if you're going to come to the private, this is something that I make sure that Pam gets paid for. Um, so Nurse Jenny wanted to know about birthmarks. There was a lot of chat about birthmarks being yep. the place where you potentially died. So I got a birthmark yes. on, it's like a tramp stamp. Yep. <laughs> but, yes, uh, um, that can be like there, there. Sometimes there's people that are born with like some side of their face with the birthmark. Mm-hmm. They could have burned in a fire from a past life. Um I feel part of me was burned in Salem. I swear to God, I think I was. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm still typhoid Mary. Yeah. That's not, I'm, so we haven't gotten marks, there yet. But. Yes, birthmarks. Um, now, sometimes somebody will have a constant ache, like say between the shoulder blades and nobody can find what it is. Somebody probably stabbed you in a past life. 
There we go. Sneaks, write that down if you're still in here. I got that ache. We had some dramatic past lives, Pam. Like, of course we did. Why wouldn't we? Everyone's, you know, let me put it this way. From what I understand from the past life research I've done and my loved ones, we've all been everything. We've been loving. We've been murderers. We've been mean. We've been evil. We've been priests. We've been it all. Because how else is the soul going to know the light without the dark? So I want to ask, since we're talking about this, we're kind of back on this. So we talk about the past lives. And so when we pass on, there's... Some people that believe that when, once we hit a certain past, like once we've kind of either resolved all of our karmas or done what we needed to do, like what happens after that? Do you just go into the light and stay? What was that? You mean like not well, having... Hold on. Did, well, up, 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 up. Did you hear that? Well, there was a car that went by, but are you talking about once we've done everything we need to, do we not reincarnate again and we stay on the other side? Is that what you meant? Yes, that's what I meant. Um, You know, that's... Have you guys heard of the Ascended Masters? They're called Ascended Masters. These are the ones that have had all these lifetimes and they don't have to reincarnate anymore. They're on the other side, but they help humanity from that side. Yes, there's going to come a time that we don't have to reincarnate. But we have that choice every time we go back on the other side. Our guides, our, our, um, our council say, you want to go back? We don't have to come back. It's a choice. But from what I understand, we want to come back because we want, damn, I screwed that up. I want to go back and I want to get it right. And so we want to come back and get reincarnated. Now, there was a woman in Dr. Newton's book. She was a young widow. Her husband died very, they were so young. She wanted to commit suicide. So someone introduced her to Dr. Newton. She went to him just to try to help herself get through this. He took her to the other side where she was in front of her council, in front of her council. And the council very lovingly said, honey or, or beloved or whatever you want to call it, how many times do you want to do this? And she goes, I don't, I don't understand. He said, you and your soulmate have done this many, many lifetimes. He's agreed to die young so that you can learn to grow on your own. Stand on your own two feet. You've committed suicide every lifetime. They were ver- they weren't judgmental. They just said, "You can do this as many times as you want, but would you like to move on to something else?" Right. So she came back from that hypnosis session, like, "Oh my God, no! I wanna I wanna deal with it this lifetime." Right. It was a fascinating part of his book that I read. That's interesting. I'm gonna have to listen to that. I'm yeah, I'm way more of an audio book person. Okay. Um, so what do you, I know, I don't, I just, I don't know. Um, the energy shifted in an amazing way just now. I think the energy in this whole life has been pretty amazing, Pam. And I, we're coming up, we're, we're a little over an hour, Pam. I'm going to wrap this up. So okay. Pam, towards the end, first, I want to say thank you for coming and, and doing this. We're going to have Pam on again, as long as she still wants to come on. Um, before I wrap it up, I usually give my guests an opportunity to give a final thought. So put it at like you have the world's attention for the next minute, what would you say? Uh, If I had the world's attention right now, Mm -hmm. um, I love to say this to everybody. Um, No matter what the question is, love is always the answer. Always? Always. Oh, Pam. Always. Always. Okay. 
Um, okay. Yeah. There's very yes, lightning. Yeah. Thank you so. <laughs> thank you so much, Pam, for coming on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank, thank you so much for coming to the live tonight. I appreciate your faces. Tomorrow night we are going to be live with Wicked Wolf, and you were in his live earlier. You said I was. I was in his live earlier. We became friends on TikTok. Yeah. He is. He is a an alchemist, and I've yes. never had. I I don't know what an alchemist. I kind of do. But I'm going to bring him on. He's going to talk a little bit tomorrow night. And that's at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. And then on Wednesday, we have Joey's exclusive meditation live. I'm going to be shutting that down tomorrow. So if you want to sign up for Joey's live, please go do so today or early tomorrow. And Pam, your exclusive is next week. And so we've got a little time to market that. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I appreciate it. And I love your faces. And I will see you guys all tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Thank you. In.